This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter Podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. I'm Erin. And I'm Miss Dobbin. And today we have a special unicorn in the building. Please introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Odie Blue. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have you on the episode today, Odie. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> so we like to do a thing. <laughs> Our new thing, well, it's not new anymore, mm-hmm. but we like to describe our week in a color. And in a song. So how would you describe this week for you? Um, this week, although I haven't really left my house due to like emotional stuff, mm-hmm. I believe my week will probably be like pinks and purples. And that's why I have them on today. Looking lovely. Thank y'all so much. <laughs> this, it's kind of based in spring because like the beginning of the week was like, Ugh. it was still that kind of pseudo winter. And then mm-hmm. the full moon came around and it was still kind of crazy. And then all of a sudden the sun was like, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's, that's nice. So pinks and purples kind of represent um, a, a floral type of motif. Yeah. And budding and blooming and blossoming and coming into a new wave of energy. And just I like. Progressing. So. I like that. It's beautiful, beautiful. Okay, the song. Ooh. Um. If I had to pick a song, if I had 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 to pick a song, I guess it would be, is it Hosier or Hosier? Like, Hosier. And I feel, okay, Hosier. Um, talk. And it has nothing to do with spring or revitalization, but it's just like communication-based and love-based. And I've kind of like also tapped into the new season with getting in touch with myself and loving myself. And mm-hmm. having those conversations like, hey, little bitch, uh, let's talk for a minute. Uh, <laughs> one plus one still equals two. Calm it down. So that's my song for the week. Good, Beautiful. good, good. Asia. Okay, so um, my color of the week is going to be... Um, um, It's going to be... Let's see... I've had some ups and downs this week. Um, so I left off on a positive. So I do want to um express that with the color choice that I had that I have. So um I'm gonna go from like a gray like a it will it will be like a value scale from going from like gray to from like white to gray to black. Um, white being, I guess, like, it was a new week. It was a fresh start. Gray being, like, a majority of the week was, like, kind of bleak. Like, I, I felt like I didn't get as much work as I wanted to get done because, um, my laptop is broken right now. So, and I won't have it for up to six weeks if it doesn't get fixed quickly. Um, Yeah. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm praying that it will get fixed before six weeks because I don't, I don't like not having my laptop at all. 
Um, and then it got better at uh, yesterday. Um, my job, uh, I had a good day at work. And then, you know, I get a week off. So I'm um, going out of town next week. And then I went to that party, um, a birthday party last night, which was really fun. So I'm gonna. I want to do with the grayscale, and then um, I want to do Alicia Keys' "Unbreakable" um, because I was thinking about that song last week, but I chose uh, a different song because my whole mood changed. So uh, "Unbreakable" I think it fits well with me because like I had a hard time, but you know I can get through it, and it's just speaking on positivity and keeping going and keep on the momentum yeah thank you Aaron your turn awesome awesome so my week the color I want to go for is like the orange like um an orange but like you know like in the middle of the sunset Mm -hmm. let's go with that little that that glimmer of orange right before it transitions to pink where it's like Mm kind of like a Hot orange, I guess, like really warm fire orange. I'm trying to visualize or visually describe the orange that I'm referring to. You guys know sunsets. Y'all didn't look at sunset. Yes. Um, And the song I want to go for is Nappy Wonder by Blood Orange. Dang, I could have used. I I feel bad because I haven't heard that song. Oh, (laughs) it's it's fine. It's fine. Hum it. Hum some of it. No, because I feel like I'm going to be offbeat in some <laughs> Just today. Like any other day I would give you. But, dang it. How can I? Oh, just pull it up. Just play it. Hey. I play it. I got it. I got it right here. I got it right here. I'm going to play a little bit, y'all. Only 30 seconds. We don't want to have. It starts off really slow. So the song overall (laughs) is like, I guess it's like in a way of him reminiscing to like his youth in a way. And... He's from London, so <laughs> it was like ties to London, and I think he might have made a couple references to some other things. Okay, but I think that I think that's now. Does the beat like pick up? Yeah, because I'm in my <laughs> head. I'm like skating, but I'm like I know the beat might not. It, <laughs> if it hits on that, like some hi hat comes in and a horn. Yeah, <laughs> she's Wait. grooving right now for oh, you. Yeah, my bad. I got to remember y'all can't see. <laughs> like bobbing and weaving, like on skating. See, it goes to this. Oh! She's over here jamming, y'all. You should see the expression yeah. on her oh face. <laughs> but that's the pickup. I had to skip ahead. I was like, it starts Thank off you. slow, yes, but yeah. you got to get into it. But that's the face, Asia. That's, that's the face. Mm-hmm. You got to have that. Dedicated hey, if it to the groove. Face. If it ain't a stank face, 
and you feeling a song that it ain't you ain't really like feeling it. it like you think no. you like it. <laughs> well well okay well with me it's a little different because when i'm listening to a song to figure out um like what's going on i have a very straight face like i look like i don't enjoy it <laughs> but once i have a good Asia, one of them good judges on the show that won't give you that it give you a poker face when you listen, <laughs> and then at the end that was a that was remarkable. I literally <laughs> thought about my though. childhood. I think that the, those judges scare me, but I feel like they're important because you don't want as a performer to be on stage watching the judges' faces for mm-hmm. real for validation. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you'd be really valuable on on that front because mm-hmm. then you'd be the judge that actually makes their day or breaks their day, depending on if you like that. Mm-hmm. That was poo. Ah. Yeah, because like if I if I catch myself grooving, that means I'm like I'm really feeling the beat. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not I'm not really listening to the lyrics. I have to like my mind doesn't work in a way where I can do both at the same time. I'm not a good multitasker in that way, in that sense, when it comes to music, because it takes me a few times to to really digest what just happened. Same thing with movies. Like um, Aaron and I, we saw Us last night. And, like, that movie was amazing. It was remarkable because there were so many different things that were going on. So many things visually stimulated. Yes. <laughs> and you try, think... you're, you're trying to, like, understand all of them at the same time, but you can't. So it takes three, you know, like, three good times to watch the movie. Like and then when, it dig into yes. the deeper oh, meaning. Which movie was this? Us, Us. by Jordan oh, Peele. Man, I haven't seen it yet. Don't, like, don't, don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. I mean, anything. hey, it's still the first, go it's first two go days see, so far. I want to go see it on Tuesday. Yeah, so, like, when I, when I went to see, when I saw Get Out Just, two years back, mm-hmm. I saw it three times in the movies. Yeah. Okay. Three times. And then, like, the I third time it. I saw I'm like, okay, Wow. Like everything is coming full circle now. Hey, but if you look at naysayers on Twitter, just ignore them. Yeah. If they say the movie bad, because I've seen a couple split, of those though. reviews, but I'd be like, dog, y'all ain't really sitting there. If I understand, timeline, or you don't want to understand. Yeah, like because there's like <laughs> subtle things, like the music, all of it, all of it just all relates, and it is just it's it was crafted so well because every little detail counted. Mm-hmm. Nothing was there unintentionally. But that's Jordan Peele's whole thing. Yeah. It's like he's not throwing shit together just to say that this is a quote unquote phenomenal, my bad, phenomenal black film. It's just it, it's how do I put this? It's not oh my goodness, let me cast a whole bunch of black people mm-hmm. for the culture. It's let me write something that'll be phenomenal so that you can feel it and take it with you and take it somewhere else and like live through that. So I, I've, I'm waiting on. Can we also really... talk about how like the who he casted, like their skin was beautiful. Like, Let's just I, talk about his overall lighting on black skin. It's amazing. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and from get out to this, just I love he's how beautiful, overly melanated. Oh, just yeah. dripping in melanin. <laughs> and I just I love how he he uses individuals, uh, black people, um, that are darker skin because whenever there's a black person in a movie, there's always going to be somebody complexion like Halle Berry, you know, like or. The terrible individual Stacy Dash. Oh, no, no. Can we just let her be Voldemort and she who shall not be named? She's already exonerated herself from relevance, honestly. Which makes absolutely no fucking sense because 
her whole being as an actress was created upon black culture. And for her to go as far and to demean it and say all this whack shit about how black people as a whole are racist against white people, which is fucking oh, bullshit. Oh, that's the same thing Daniel Caesar's doing. Can we talk about him oh, next? Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was in my, I woke His up, bitch I woke up this morning in my feelings. I got on Instagram because, you know, you wake up, you wipe the crust from your eye and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yes, let me go to the Holy Grail. I type on Instagram. He's like, I'm sorry, y'all. Or that bullshit ass post that he put on this His morning. His bitch I was ass. Like, PR. Cancel, just continue to cancel yourself. First of all, how the hell he gonna try and, like, let's take it back to when he was defending Sabrina Claudio. Who when was what? Who, was she, who During her scandal? Yes. Yeah. Who oh, who was, go. if y'all don't know, <laughs> she's some go. white bitch oh. that, that, um. Mm-hmm. Isn't she... She's she, Latinx. Latina. Yeah. Okay, but she's a she, but, but white Latina. She's a That's, white Latina okay. white, white okay, bitch. White um, that that um had a Twitter page dedicated solely to talk about black women and, and saying that they're ugly and and saying all this this foul shit. Who has that much time? She on created the a she created a, a a ghost account. So, but then people found out it was her, and then his bitch ass gonna okay. defend it. And okay. like, how dare he talk about? How dare he defend her when she was talking about black women, like dark skinned black women that are ugly? Like, nigga, you're foul. You, you're fake. I'm sorry, but me personally, he has no right to defend her talking about somebody being ugly. I mean, have 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 y'all y'all seen this man's face? First, no, wait, 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 I'm wait, sorry. wait, really? Didn't, really I, didn't. I, I got two. I got two points. I know. Daniel Caesar is not ugly to me. Okay. To me. And I'm saying that to me because I don't need anybody watching I, this I like, know. oh, excuse me, bitch. But like, uh, he, he he wasn't ugly to me, especially with those locks. Like, He he looks even worse when you cut him off. Yeah, that blonde bullshit is... Isn't it, it pink? It, it's, it's pink now? I thought on that, on that, that live stream he had was pink. It, it, it looked like it was like a light pink on there. But Whatever. then that could just be lighting. Whenever, that could be lighting now, on that little bleach even, blonde. Like, when his when I was listening to his voice before before he had these little scandals, mm-hmm. you know, people start looking differently. Like his voice is so majestic that I would think that his think his whole personality it. it would it it puts a nicer light on his face. That's how Al Green worked for me. Because no, if I no looked sh- at if I looked at Daniel Caesar and I didn't know he sang and he just like in the dark and be like like <laughs> 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 like I would just. <sighs> no that's how i feel but like i I don't understand like how he can just support these foul individuals i don't know so used to just like he said people from canada need a black people from canada need to realize that canada is racist as well and y'all had slaves too Everywhere and, on the planet, any anywhere. I'm sorry, white friends, but I'm kind of not sorry. Anywhere that any person, non-melanated person, has touched down, mm-hmm. has been um, mm-hmm. living in a portion of society that possibly hates people of color for no reason, mm-hmm. like for for fear or for envy. And I believe nowadays racism, or not even just nowadays, I believe racism is innately rooted in in envy. You yes. see something that you can't necessarily you can't be have. genetically. You can't have. And you never will. So you you automatically hate it and just and base the, bullshit off of it. But the whole the, the whole swing of things now is that with technology and and um and medicine, now bitches that, that can't stand 
they can't. I'm sorry for using bitch so much. I I <laughs> I typically don't like. I don't like. To, but dog on it. Your ass is a bitch because y'all stealing our shit and trying to make it your own. Because like you got you got bitches out here like Kylie Jenner trying to pass oh. pass off as as a, like a black black curve you know woman. I don't know what she's trying to pass us to be honest. Like I don't I don't know like like people like them they 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 fiend off of like black culture. Yeah, and she made sure she kept some black friends in her life. Yeah, well not no more. She has communicated Jordan with but the quickness. But she still she she got a, <laughs> she got herself the the mixed baby the pride and joy. That's what people want nowadays. Oh yeah, that her whole family got their little designer babies. Yeah, designer babies. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's re- let's bring that full circle. No, design, it is designer babies. So you see for, what they doing to that? I'm sorry. You see what they doing to uh that little baby that the Kanye's baby? They putting makeup on this little girl having tube tops. What she did not? be wearing lipstick a lot, all the time. But but that, I, I, I but was like, I can't. To be, her mother is, and has been a sex symbol. So I don't, I don't even put it past. You can't have your baby to, as a sex symbol. You be surprised if you if you live a certain lifestyle. Oh yeah, like that to, movie. What's that? What? Brooke Shields. I'm so uh, no. Brooke Shields, that old actress. Um, she was in that movie Blue Lagoon. Um, it was one of the most controversial movies ever because she was like 13 and they had a sex scene of her full naked with another boy having sex. And then she also posed at 13 years old for Playboy. What? White folks are trifling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You won't see. You won't see. (laughs) Throw the whole society away. (laughs) Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, in art, like there's some sick art out there. You know, and, like people what was are disturbing to me. Kids, the movie Kids was low key disturbing to me because I was like, these are children. What is that about? Um, so or is it obvious like kids? Duh. Yeah, about <laughs> kids. But it was like, I guess it was like during this like grunge era and like, so I, it's kind of okay. So Mac Miller, his first mixtape was kind of like loosely based, like he loosely made it an inspiration of the movie Kids. Mm-hmm. But then in the movie Kids, it was like. They were teenagers, I assume. And it was just like just like walking in their lives, like their day to day. I think I don't I don't I think the place was like New York, I'll say that. Because Rosie O'Dawson was in it when she was younger. Okay. And it was like it was a scene between these two teenagers and they was having sex. And I felt so awkward watching the movie because I was like, I know it's not real, but no, it's but like it's it's still moments, these are like, children. It's one of those moments as a kid where you're watching the sex scene with your parents and you just put your hand over your yeah. Eyes. And then like the whole movie, and then I guess like they it also touched on like you know AIDS during that time and like how it got spreaded through like this kids that didn't know, and then they got tested and then they found out and then <laughs> they all find <laughs> yeah. So I don't I I can only loosely say what the meaning of that movie is. I mean I've only seen it that one time, <laughs> and it was just like that was just like a shocker to me to see that Gosh, movie. Said, but sex education on Netflix is okay. What do you mean? The show? Is yeah, there, there's a show. Sex Ed. Mm-hmm. That's a good what show. About? I've never seen about sex. So, yeah, I'll be, I mean, <laughs> it touches, sorry, it touches on the, Star Wars about the movie, stars. Nigga. I mean, the show Sex Ed uh, touches on a lot of stuff. So okay. it touches on. Uh, a teenager. He he's like coming into his own. His mom is a sex, sex okay, so psychologist. It's, it's more storyline based. Yeah, it's not storyline based. No, no, asking. not documentary. It's, not. it's a scripted. It's okay. a scripted little British show. 
Yeah. Um, but if you can check out, I would just like read up on like different things about the Blue Lagoon and Brooke Shields. What her family did to her was just disgusting. They pimped out that little girl. That's wild. Pimped her out. Like so, full circle. Can you honestly be surprised that Kim and Kanye are allowing their daughter? Well, not allowing, but pushing that that sexualness onto. How old is she now? Was she like five, six? Was she uh, like she's pageant age. Like I can understand if they had her in pageants because pageant culture is wild as fuck. No shade, mm-hmm. no tea to anybody that grew up in pageant culture, but y'all wild as fuck. But if if that was where she was going, if that was her path, if that was her journey, that's one thing. But to have her just out here and, quote unquote, helping her express herself or whatever, as a it, five or six year old, in a sexual nature, that I, there's so much more that you could do at five. I'm painting my toenails. I might be playing my mama's makeup, but she's not letting me go out the house. Right. Looking like some. Oh, yeah. Woman my mom would never let me walk out with the lipstick. thing is, the thing is. That five-year-old is not coordinating those outfits. She's not. She's not. She's not expressing. She's not expressing herself because she's not coordinating those outfits. Oh yeah, they're putting her, their daughter, in tube tops. With with fucking, she she don't even have nipples. Like they haven't. No, okay, but tube tops and pants. Like with her whole belly out, whole belly out though. Go back to the seventies. Okay, but that's 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 it was still wrong. Not necessarily. If you don't sex, that's a that's another thing. If you don't sexualize a child, if our society actually thought straight and didn't sexualize children, that would be okay. that could be normal. Okay. That could so, be cool. Okay, it's like so, in the fifties when they were wearing short ass little skirts and whatever. I get, I get it. And nobody was looking at the little. Well, yeah, some, make make, make a bikini. If that's the case. Make a bikini for a daughter for a baby with a, th- a thong bikini. No. Put a baby in a thong bikini. Put a baby. No, 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 no. Because like, there's certain outfits that are that are that are sexual in a sense, and certain outfits children don't even need to be wearing. Because like, if you're playing outside, your little your little mosquito bites. You don't even have mosquito bites at five. That little that little tube top gonna slide down. Okay. And then and then and then like, you should be playing. You kids should be wearing clothes that are kid friendly for kid activities. Mm. So like. Like when when a kid wears something like a dress or something like that, it should at least be long enough for a kid to like you know wear stuff. I mean to go around and play where they're not exposing themselves. That's just how I feel. Yeah, that's wild. The lipstick one. Yeah, that was wild. Like I said, I could I could I'm listening to you. I could play in my grandma and my mom's makeup or my sister's whatever um, cousins if they would dress us up or whatever. But we're not going out the house like that. I mean, we're not like I don't think I'm sexualizing kids at all, but I think that those clothes are I are hope. sexual okay. in a sense. Um, like I don't think that pedophiles have no right to say, "Oh, well, you know, pageants are the reason why I like kids." No, oh, you're you, sick. You have a problem. But in pageants, there's a line that's being drawn that's going I mean, that's being crossed. Like I've watched, you know that woman that TLC used to have that pageant show, whatever, mm-hmm. a long time ago. This woman put her daughter in a pretty woman costume. She was hey, no. pretty woman, like she no. she, <laughs> she literally she had, whole mama away she had leather <laughs> thigh high boots. Oh my god! Um, the cutout, that little pink number with the cutout. No, it was oh. it was yes, yeah, the little the the number that he picked her up in mm-hmm. when he first picked her up. She had that outfit on. With why? Full why? face. No. And she just performed a song. She danced to a song in that outfit. So, like, like when you say, 
we shouldn't sexualize kids. It's not just that. There's certain outfits that kids don't that kids have no business wearing. Like it's sexual in a sense. Kids don't need to explore their sexuality at that age. Explore your sexuality when you even understand sexu- sexuality. They don't understand sexuality. I know a bunch of people our age that don't understand sexuality. Yeah, I, I understand that, yeah. but I'm saying, but <laughs> no, when I'm you just, come to I'm, a, I'm yeah. driving it home. Like yeah. you, you, yeah. Okay, we just got so, into a long. We went into a oh a big rabbit hole. It's but it right. was needed though. That was a needed rabbit hole. Protect the kids from yeah. people and be good and blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah, don't don't put makeup on your kids and take them outside. Yeah, because that's mm-hmm. wild. Mm-hmm. It's it, it just it doesn't allow them. I, it just doesn't allow them to be a kid for longer. They're trying to be an adult. It just makes them grow up too fast, in my opinion. I knew this little girl. She want she all she wanted was boobs. Oh, I wanted boobs in kindergarten. I knew I wanted boobs. No, but she expressed that she wanted a bra and she wanted boobs. Yeah, and she wanted to wear mom. makeup outside. Oh. She wore red lipstick. You know, the color red is very sexual in a sense. And then put it in your mouth. It's <coughs> Sorry, scientifically proven that when women wear red lipstick, that it drives you know men or anyone that looks that that's attracted to women to feel like you know their hormones are going and that they want to have sex. Don't it have? But it's also don't it have something to do with like like the color like the color just of them itself. visualizing like arousal because you know like okay, but I'm, but I'm saying like. Why, why even put red lipstick on a kid anyway? Right, I'm not, I'm not justifying that. <laughs> go, let it go outside. Uh, who knows? All right. We're going to move on to the Unicorns Are Real segment, <laughs> which is all about our unicorn gifts. So we're doing this thing where we want our guests to now describe how they visually see their unicorn. Shout out to Brother Lightheart who started yes. this whole hey. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was Darius. No, it was Brother Lightheart who started. Hey, we, we literally gave him credit. Gotta, I gotta shout you I out. Gave you shouted me out. Hey, babe, how that's you crazy because it was it was it was okay. Aaron. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, how would you visually? How do you visually see your unicorn? Um, the overall body is galaxy, like a galaxy swirl. Okay. Ooh. And then Bam. the feet would be like orbs of light. Not orbs of light, but like, you know how light flashes through a window and you can see the, the yeah. rays. So all the hooves would be light rays. Oh, okay. And then the eyes would be, I want to say swirly blue, like the sea. So if I could have waves in my eyes, that would be so lit. Because I really, I'm it's a fire like sign. like a pupil. And then be waves. no, no, like the whole eye. You know, like aliens sometimes have their whole eye that same oh. color. So if it could be blue, but then you could see the waves like crashing in the eyes, that would be so lit. Like I'm, a little short film mm-hmm. in the eyes. Yes, continuous like boomerang. Oh, like eye boomerang. Oh, can the you waves. can you imagine how trippy that would be to stare at something that's still, but the eyes are just moving? Yeah, that would, man. It's like being high, but not being high, but being high. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. But yeah, I want the eyes to be water because I'm a fire sign, but I really do. Water speaks to me wherever I am, however I am, at what point of my spirit or whatever. You're just drawn to it? Yeah, definitely. I actually, I think it was either last summer or the summer before last, I sat in the river. I went 
and me and my best one of my best friends from high school ended up going to Belle Isle and she was like, I need some time by the water. And I was like, I do too. You know how you just go and sit by the water and you hear it crash and then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is sweet. No, we actually climbed on those big ass rocks over by the lighthouse. Yeah. And mushed our way down into the water and like sat and held each other and cried in the river. And I was just like, oh, this is so perfect. I needed this so much. I love you. Mm-hmm. So I was really, I've been drawn to water like that since I was young and didn't understand it. But after venturing off spiritually and and moving into a spiritual practice, it, it kind of connected me to a water deity, one of the major water deities, Yemoja, in that she's nurturing and yet water can nurture, but water can also tear shit up. Mm-hmm. Like you have a hurricane, but you also have a light rain and it'll nourish the tree and it'll help and revitalize a village and all of that stuff. It's full circle. So that kind of spoke to my spirit as well because water, for me, is like balance. Mm-hmm. It, it can't be too much of one thing or too much of the other because if you over-nurture, you end up with a rainforest and you're trying to chop it down and you're trying to figure it out and you're lost in it. But if you end up in the middle of a hurricane, you might as well just kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah. So that's why my unicorn's eyes would be oh, a crashing wave and then the horn would just be like, I don't know. In the shape of a cutlass, like the the sword. Uh huh. It's it's weird, but like it would still be. Hey, your unicorn, like unicorn going horn, crazy. But it would be like a cutlass. So then motherfuckers is like, oh, the unicorn is coming. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want. The unicorn is coming. But like in reverence, not fear. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds that's dope. Type shit. Best I'm, unicorn explanation I've had. I've heard those four. Yeah. Thus far. I would say. I'm gonna paint that. Hold on. I'm gonna paint that. <laughs> yeah. Paint. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Thank you. I am I I too. I too am drawn to water. <laughs> if you do paint it, please, please share with us. Like that, oh, yeah. that would be amazing. That'd be dope if you do oh, actually yeah. do that painting. You know, we'll put it on our page and whatnot. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like an amazing unicorn. Question. Mm-hmm. So I I just want to get an in, input from a guest that's a visual artist. Uh like if we if we were sometimes we give out um like like souvenirs from leaving. If I gave you like a little small coloring sheet, would you enjoy that? It would be like unicorn based. Yeah, sure. No, I, I was just I just wanted to know. Yes. Like you would use it. Yes. Okay. We've been I'd trying probably... to think of like takeaways yeah. for guests. I'm so sentimental though. Like I have six boxes of of things for the past 15 years that I've collected. Mm-hmm. Like people mm-hmm. gave me small stuff or That's my so grandparents sweet. or this or that and birthday cards. Oh my god, so many. Yeah, I, like I want to give like something that that the person can create something out of. Mm-hmm. Like they can, you know, be super creative rather than just sticker a wristband, and then they can make whatever they want with it and do whatever they want with it, and then okay. post it and share. Awesome! I yeah. I love that. Love okay, that. cool, cool. So, Od, you are a multifaceted artist. Yes. But our listeners might not be familiar with all that you do. So can you plain, please explain the different art forms that you venture into? Uh, the TLDR version of my artistry is I do everything, mic drop. But the I got time today to explain some stuff version is um, I'm a visual artist. I work in acrylic and oil-based paint. I hate watercolor. 
And I know that every time I say I hate a medium, the medium like calls to me in my sleep. It's like, Moses. <laughs> Moses. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to the burning bush of watercolor at some point. Um, I've sculpted maybe three times. And I really want to go back into that work in, in wood sculpting before I work in clay. Um, I also sing. I play the guitar. I fiddle on the piano, but I'm not really swanky on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I dance. I beatbox. She gives down. I do everything. Like, if, if you could name an art, I could probably do it or I could figure out how to do it at some point. Yeah. She can rap. She can, she can, can you rap some songs. for us a little bit? Oh. I mean, you don't have to do it right now, but like if we revisit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you want to do that now, I was yeah. going to say we can revisit it later and you just. Oh, no, if I do it now, I don't have to do it later. My granddad said, uh, why put off for tomorrow what you can do today? So if I rap now. Snap, snap. I won't forget it. Okay, and cool. Yeah. Go for it. She's a mean rapper. I'm going to rap what's on my Instagram if y'all end up on my Instagram. Um, this is called You. Everything that I did, I did for you. And everything bad that I felt was good for you. And when I wouldn't, I could. I was dumb for you. But, like, letting go of you was what I should have done for you. And uh, everything that I felt, ah, everything that I knew, I knew with you. And everything I thought was a lie was true with you. And there were things that I couldn't get a hold to because I was clinging to you. Love at 10 sight should have used my insight to keep away from you and your eternal pinstripes. Got lost in your eyes, wanted to climb your height. You weren't dark as night, but like not too bright. So I decided just to become friends with you. Nah, let me go and tell y'all folks the truth. You wanted me bad. You craved my essence. Your relationship was dead, but you lacked that sixth sense. You text, email, Skype, and Facebook chat me. Your favorite line was, hey, girl, get at me. I was happy because I was entering a blind race. But even when you can't see food, you know it by the taste. And you force fed me sweet little nothings, filled up my head with thoughts of something. And visions of how you thought our lives should be. You and I see why would you do that shit to me? Uh, that's it. Ew, that was really great. Oh my gosh! Can we can we give it up to Odie hey. for that? That was thank you. That thank was you. fire. Yes. I tried to make it sound like it was multiple people. I tried to go around and yes. like. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was amazing. Odie. That was amazing. I, I really I thoroughly enjoyed that. Thank you. We you know, we need we need female rappers like that right Man, now. I'm, I'm waiting on a few that I know to just like break up. No, just, just 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 drop. Drop. Okay. They're in they're in production phase right now or they're in let me pay my bills and then start production phase. And I'm just like, I'm patient. I like waiting. that. Mm-hmm. You know that girl Nikki, Nick Nick Nikki Love. Uh she She's in uh, a group with um, some people that are in the group with that are in the group of One Freak. Okay. So One Freak, they, there's all like um, Trey, him, and some other people. I think uh, Ro Derek is in a group. He he does uh, bass whenever that she performs live. Okay. But I saw at the Foundation Hotel. Uh, I'm not. I'm not giving props to Foundation because fuck them with they, that bullshit. Um, this, yes. Uh, with the <laughs> shit that they did. If you don't know. Um, Ask somebody. Yes. They'll tell you. Ask somebody. I'll tell you. They, they racist. Don't go there. Black people, don't go there. They're Daniel Caesar if it was a building. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like that. Yes. And um, I saw her there. She's amazing. I really want her to be on the show because, like, there's not enough female rappers out here that 
can actually spit bars like that, mm-hmm. I think your flow was was tight. Thank you. Your flow was it was great. It's like great. it took me back. It took me back to like some old school woman hip hop, and I love that shit because mm-hmm. they were speaking true shit. You know, there was an evolution when it came to like the Trina stage. And then thus forth, I'm not I'm not throwing a lot of shade on Trina. I was like, but, it's not. She the baddest. But but what I'm saying <laughs> is made. there was an evolution, <laughs> an evolution of how female rappers were supposed to rap yeah. after after I, I would say like after that came. Because you didn't see a lot of, you won't see a Queen Latifah. After that era. Actually, I don't think Trina did that. I think Kim did. Oh, yeah, okay. Kim. Okay, well, yeah, I was like, really started I was like, Kim. Because Latifa and Kim. Light and, and their, their... And then Yo-Yo. Their, their bracket, yeah. Yeah. Of I actual mean, MC, yeah. MC. Yeah. I feel like the storyline was still and, very important. And it was Love. Really? Yeah. It was, it was, it was about yeah. power, though. It yeah. wasn't about... let. Let me be sexually powerful, which yeah. you can definitely express uh-huh. yourself however you want to express yourself and bring it to It was about black. A lot of, was, but rap about, back then me, was was different because it yeah. was about like black power too. Definitely, it was more. It was more. Hear, hear me, feel me. You don't necessarily have to see everything. Yeah, know me. Yeah, you don't have to know me for real. Well, no, I'm just saying like know my craft, know how I feel. Oh yeah, definitely. Know my craft. No, um, like know my. I know my worth mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Like it spoke a lot about. Um, empowerment as for women because you know like in the means of knowing their worth self-worth and not letting somebody run over them like in you and ity you know talking about he grabbed my booty you know but you know he was nasty uh but then there's an evolution of like people who are um sexually free mm-hmm. who embrace people to grab their ass or something like that but that's 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 them but i felt like when you with that evolution, that kind of died off. Like that whole empowerment of rap. But I do like I do like some of these new rappers, like No Name. Yeah. No Name. Right. No Name. She's dope. I wouldn't necessarily. I mean, when I say new, I'm talking about like you know. Tara Wack. Newer is dope. age. Newer age. Um. Who else? Who else? Tara Wack. Yep. Oranika. Her name is Oranika on uh, Instagram, but her name is like. Chica or something, heavy, heavy set, dark brown skin, beautiful hair. Her flow is immaculate. Mm-hmm. Like she can rap about just about anything. Yeah. And I've been following her since before I think she started like getting TV time and getting deals and whatever. And I'm not trying to be like one of those people like I knew her before that shit. Yeah. But yeah. more like she's been consistent to the point where it didn't matter who she who, is as, a, as an artist. Right. Because who when, saw her or who. Yeah. She was trying to speak to it was like, let me be genuine to my craft and be the best at this, regardless of who's watching. Yeah. And now everybody is watching. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really proud and I really hope that she continues to level up because yeah. she deserves it. And then like, I, like Kaylee, too. I also love with like 47 with the yes. mask. Yes. I, also, yes. I know music. her is not a rapper, but I do, I do appreciate the times where she has more of a. Her little uh, spoken, poetic yeah, flow. yeah, her poetic flow, like you, because you know, like you think of like Jill Scott with the poetic flow too, but the last female rapper before this new age of female rappers now that I, you can think of that has like that empowerment thing is uh, Lauren Hill in my eyes. Nobody's come after Lauren, really. Think about it. I'm trying. This is hurting a little bit. Yeah. 
that was a major shift. And then like wow. people, she even she was such a great rapper that she even got into people's top ten rappers of all time, and that's that's important for for um, black women mm-hmm. as as artists too because like especially in the rap world. People don't really like listening to female rappers because they think that their voices aren't hard enough or have enough bass or or uh, they don't think that, you know, they they're rough enough around the edges because women are supposed to be, you know, really frilly, yeah. um, um, reserved and um, kind of like in old people's term seen but not heard. You know what I'm saying? Like as a as a wife. As a woman in general, as yeah, in, or, in a yeah. patriarchal society, yes. Yes. Be be nice, be cute, yeah. be here, but I don't really want to hear you much. I don't want to hear what you have to say. We don't no. really care about your problems and what you want. But that's that's more of a, a Eurocentric, I'm bringing it full circle again, that's more of a Eurocentric thought because there are mm-hmm. cultures in which women are the forefront of the voice mm-hmm. of that culture. Mm-hmm. So... I, th- I think the women that are tapping back into being more so MCs as opposed to rappers or mm-hmm. just no shade, no tea to Cardi. I love Cardi. Just no, we, we had a whole, I love Cardi. We had a whole conversation about Cardi. It's, it's just there's so much. There's only so much Cardi I can listen to until uh-huh. I can go. I have to go back and just be yeah, like, be like I'm not feeding myself enough. Yeah, not, <laughs> but, right here. yeah because like, not I feel like I don't want to sound, you know, like a hater or anything. But when you hear one Cardi song, you know. You hear them all. Okay. Okay, and I thought I was tripping. There are at least four songs that played on the radio back to back, and I swear that they were the same damn song. They're not. <laughs> that and Drake. Like yeah, Three of his Drake. newer songs played back to back almost. Like, and I was like, didn't they just play this shit? Yeah. The song. <laughs> you would be sitting there that, like, is this, is this the Matrix? Yeah, I know that, that, I know that Bruno Mars is trying <laughs> to pay homage to the 90s, you know, and whatnot. But the With song. appropriating ass too? <laughs> we gonna talk about that or the two? Can we Sabrina him too? Okay, we can. here's the difference. Here's okay. the difference with Bruno Mars. Okay, okay. we can't I, do it. Like mm, I would say, mm, the difference with it is that Bruno Mars acknowledges yes. that he has I been influenced by, by black culture, the New Jack Swing era, and mm-hmm. like the funk and, and the creation of all that. And he acknowledges the people who created yes. those things. I would say some people will just bite it and just not acknowledge that black people yeah. had a hand okay. in it. I think Bruno Mars acknowledges yes. where it came from and like, oh, I'm still going to push these people in the front. Like, I'm not the face of this. These people are the face of this. Okay. I if just appreciate it so much that I want yeah. to take it in. Note to self, Inter- go in- back and listen to Bruno Mars's interview. Yes, yes. Interviews by Bruno Mars or when he's talking about his music, especially his live shows, because he talks about his influences with with music and his background music with his live shows. And then he also I listened to an interview with about Bruno Mars um, about when he was first starting um, about his how him and his band, they've been together the entire time of his career and how they they. were really influenced by by a lot of funk and then the theatrics of a live show. That's why his shows are expensive, but you get your money's worth. Okay. Like if you watch, they're you're singing. For everybody. They're singing and dancing the entire time. They're not. They're so it's not like an Earth, Wind, and Fire concert. I, yeah. I, I, I went to one as watch, a kid, and I was just like, 
if you can find it on YouTube, you are amazed by them playing it. Instruments <laughs> dancing. <laughs> if you can so find like it on that. YouTube, watch his um his concert that he had live with Apollo. Okay. That concert was one of the most entertaining concerts that I've seen on television. I can only imagine seeing that in person. Like, because he did so much, um, like, amazing work. Because with his band alone, like, they dance. They do everything. Like, it's a show show. Like, they're singing and dancing at the same time. Okay. Old school. Wow playing instruments you know there's like it's it i want to i don't want to say it's broadway because like they're so theatric with it but but that's what performance art is mm-hmm. you yeah. make sure that not only you're genuine to yourself in that moment but you make sure that the people that are there to support you feel like they are getting their time mm-hmm. worth not even if they pay like even if it's a free show like a benefit or whatever and they're coming in free you don't want people to think like dang i could have spent this hour watching netflix yeah just making sure they get an experience or that exactly. they're like I, immersed I in it. I can't support Mariah Carey. I can't. Because her voice died after because she broke up with Nick Cannon? She, <laughs> her voice died. It, her voice die. died before then. And she was still getting off, paying, having people pay a lot of money to go see her shows when she was just standing there and lip syncing the entire time. Oh, no. She got caught lip syncing multiple times. Lip syncing her words. By Ghost. Um, but like, like, I don't understand, like, I would never pay. Like, I want to see, if I want to pay to see somebody, I want to see a show. I want to see you, what I'm paying to see you do. You mm. sing, you're a singer, sing. You're, <laughs> the crazy part about Mariah Carey is not like she's losing breath over what she's singing because she's not dancing. She doesn't dance anymore? She's not on She stage never dancing. danced. She only danced in she one was, video, honey. Was, she was up there shimmying a little mm-hmm. bit. Just she wasn't no. standing still. She she shimmied. She, she lot, wasn't Adele. Okay, okay, but Adele is in a different. She walked. Type of, she walked she and, and so threw she her hand in the air. She walked and threw her hand in the air. Okay. Shimmied her shoulders and and sat on chair a stool. Okay. Yep. Maybe that was her living her best life. <laughs> I mean, I but at the expense of the audience. <laughs> Only so time she did a dancing numbers when she performed Honey. So, she, yeah. to bring it fully back to you, Odie. Yes. I'm, this, <laughs> is about, this is about Odie, but we, we got... The wildest, the yeah. wildest rabbit hole we have fallen down. But it was but, great. Odie, if you had to pick a specific art form, which one do you, would you, do you feel the most connected to? That I could... That's the one that I could... That I have At this to do. moment. Oh, right. Yeah. Ooh, I'm the most connected right now to my music. And I hate to say that. It shows. Well, I like to say that, but I mm-hmm. hate to say that. Does it give you like the most feeling? For like, right now, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, in any art form, you use it as a means of expression and you might use it as a means of healing. But like being able to move through different emotions, I feel like right now I can project the best through my music mm-hmm. as, opposed to, as opposed to my visual art. Like, Honestly, and I, I also hate to say this on, on air, but I haven't painted in about a month. And I go home, and I walk up my stairs, and I walk past the canvas, and I'm just like, mm, you cute or whatever. And I go and walk and sit down with my guitar. And it, it makes me feel kind of funky because I remember days where I was giving, sitting for 10 hours painting, like, 
flexing, mm-hmm. painting. And now for music to have taken the front seat, it's, it's kind of odd for me. Yeah. But I do want to get back to the point where my visual art takes precedence in my art form and my expression. So working my way back to that. So with music being the most important part, mm-hmm. um, and um, we develop, developed a connection through karaoke. Yep. We got to go back. Yes, we do. We got to go back. What was your favorite song to perform for karaoke? Um, Roses is always fun mm-hmm. by Outkast. Um, but I believe that night. I drank, well, not just not that I night. I drank that night. I can't remember what it was like. Or like overall, like what is, what do you get the most joy out of when you perform? It depends on my mood. I, I, that night, I believe... A Whole New World was really fun. Oh, yeah. That was, and I, I couldn't hit most of the notes. Mm-hmm. It's a very high, but it was high, it is. high octave. But it was just like, I don't care if I sound like somebody's dirty auntie while I'm singing this. I'm going to sing it, and it felt good in that moment. But on average, I do like singing older stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, Bill Withers is one of my favorite Ooh. Favorite oh, artist on the planet. If okay, okay, Bill well, <laughs> Withers you know. is my <laughs> oh my god. So if you like, if I ever catch you in karaoke, we are definitely doing a Bill Withers song. Okay, regardless, um, I'm here for all of Bill Withers. Awesome. I've literally been tracking down his vinyls. <laughs> I have two now in my possession, <laughs> and I've literally like I found one in Seattle. But you know, Seattle's like tats. And I was like, I'm not about to pay that tax on top of this album being like $50. That's oh. almost 10% sales tax that Seattle holds. And I they was good. like, oh. hey, so I was good. like, it's like, you might as well just go. Just have them hold it and just take a trip. Because yeah. that's, gonna, that's <laughs> about the same money and you get like, a trip. I was like, yeah, nah. Wow. I was like, I would buy this. And I was, I, I literally, and then I was like, nah, because this ain't going to travel well either. <laughs> I'm just going to. I'm not going. And on the off chance that it gets here and it's broken, you beat and still flew to Seattle and whooped somebody's ass. Go in there. Wild on behead. My record got to the house and it was in pieces. So, yeah, Bill Withers is is the shit of all shits. He's awesome. Okay. Um. Uh. What? Uh, is your favorite project that you recently completed? Mm, visual or vocal or doesn't matter. Overall. 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 Uh, let me see. Putting together a set. I, I say it's, it's still centered around my music. So okay. I recently had a, uh, a uh, feature at the Hanan House on Woodward and... Hancock, I believe. Okay. And it it went pretty pretty well. It was a little crazy here and there due to outside forces, but it, it went really well. So putting together that feature actually got me to a point where I felt the most comfortable about performing. Almost every piece in that set was really new, except for maybe like two pieces. And I got up there and, you know, the nerves are bubbling and I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay. Don't Bubble. sweat and don't don't sweat in front of these people. Are you about to sing Anderson? <laughs> yes. Go I'm ahead. Sorry. No, go. No, no, get, no. It, get it, get it. One in the bag, one in the bag, bubble. <laughs> go get your man's little next butt. 
<laughs> I feel like when I did one in the bag, one in the bag, I sound I, like I really felt like I sounded a little bit like Anderson Peck. <laughs> one in the bag, one in the bag. <laughs> nope, you, that's in your head that you sound I like know. him. I ain't going even front to you trying to first like one, fake or I nothing. Like, <laughs> the first time I said it, I felt like I I said it better. The second time it was weak, but the first time I still feel like cash, I did a good look job. Look at the cash coming. Yeah, yeah. we kind of. Yeah. You know, okay. Breasting it. Breasting it. Um, so we're going to move it along to the handing out roses segment. Okay. Um, if you have anybody in your life right now that you would like to give out a rose for appreciation that is alive because we like to give people appreciation. The rose is why they can smell it. Okay. Um. Mm, 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 mm. I'm going to pull a Snoop Dogg and say... Um, did y'all see that that yes. random interview? He was yes. on the podium. He was like, first of all, I want to thank myself." Yeah. <laughs> no, I do. I, I honestly it. do want to give myself a rose for still existing, and the general sense. Cause oh my goodness, adulting. I don't know how adults and did people this are before. not making it thirty. No, they're not making it to thirty. People for a long time haven't been like it was hit or miss. Either you make it, make it. And you somebody's great grandmama or you just don't. You just chill it because you ain't make it. But yeah, big ups to me on some Snoop Dogg shit for being alive. I take this whole bouquet. I'm holding a bouquet, y'all. Yeah. Big giant bouquet. But on the real, I have to give a bouquet of roses out to my girl squad. My my women ladies out yes, there. Yes, women. And y'all know who y'all are. So I don't have to rattle off a whole bunch of names. But I do Smell love y'all very much. And thank you so much for being the voice of reason, uh, the twerk team, the hype women, the do you need me to cut somebody? No, no, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> just just being there. And then understanding that sometimes I need my space. So yeah. understanding the balance that comes along with being a part of my life. So I love y'all very much. I want to give roses to all of them. All right. Beautiful, beautiful. And um, so we're going to move on to the staying fly segment. Okay. Um, is there a way that you, specific, a, a specific way that you stay stress-free that you want to share with the listeners? Turn off your notifications. Turn them off. Yeah. Have a, have <laughs> a moment. Even if, it, if you can't turn them off, like if you're an entrepreneur or even if you use social media for a large extent of your marketing and your advertising and all of that, I understand that. Congratulations on being a boss-ass motherfucker. But you need time to yourself and need to have peace and finding that balance. So there are days sometimes where I might go maybe two, three days and I won't post on Instagram or I won't post on Facebook and I'll just turn off my notifications. And if I don't do anything but eat horrible snacks and lay in my bed, that's... Good for you. I... It's necessary. Yes, it is. At times. And if you don't have that much time to do it, if you can only do it a little bit out the day, give yourself a couple hours, turn your notifications off, sit and be with yourself. Mm-hmm. Have a little inner monologue or or if you got a dialogue, if you want to talk to one side and talk to the other, that's <laughs> I monologue. I sit I've actually had like Shakespearean ass monologues with myself and then I sit down and cry a little bit and then I'm like, Yeah, you're still a boss ass bitch. Let's Go team, go. All right. Dap myself up and just make it do to do. Because you need those those quiet times. All right. So And moving into the speaking or tweaking game. Yes. 
And what is Speaking or Tweaking about, Asia? Speaking or Tweaking is all about... We're going to listen to a song and listen to see if it's that hot shit or if they talking whack. You know, are they talking some weird shit where, you know, they just speak in foul language. You know, they, it could be them, you know, demeaning women or them just being just being dumb, you know. Okay. We're going to listen to a song. We're going to rate it. We're going to have some questions. We're going to talk about it. Have a little conversation about it. All right, let's take it down. Girl, go ahead. Now I ain't saying you a gold digger, you got knees. You don't wanna do the smoke, but he can't buy. You go out to eat, he can't pay, y'all can't leave. It's dishes in the back, you gotta roll up your sleeves. But while y'all washing, watch him. He gon' make it to a beans out of that toxin. He got that ambition, baby. Look at his eyes. This week he mopping floors, next week is the fries. So stick by his side. I know his dudes ballin' and yeah, that's nice. And they gon' keep calling and trying, but you stay right. Girl, and when he get on, he leave your for a white girl. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl. And we're back. Okay, so and go digger for Kanye West. Do you think he was speaking or tweaking? Even though Kanye is still currently canceled with his canceled ass. Um <laughs> I I do believe to a certain extent he was speaking. And here, here's why. There are times where we understand our value as women and understand that I'm not going to place myself in a position to be with somebody that can't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Because you might be that woman that pays your own bills or does this or does that. And you can get, you have the means to financially move forward, mm-hmm. but you want to feel like, okay, I'm with you. Can you do the things that I'm doing for myself already? Or are you just... And that that might not even just be financially. That's emotionally, too. Like, moving into any type of relationship with somebody. It's like, I make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Can you make me feel good, too? On some or Earth can the Can you make yourself feel good? Yeah. Can yeah. you make yourself feel good? But can we make each other get to a point mm-hmm. of... And that's not just, like, can we not both just sexually. Be can, can we... Bringing completeness. Yeah, can you be complete while I'm complete, and then we don't have to complete each other? Yeah, like be whole in and of yourself. Depending on someone else to complete you oh, is God, not so even tiring. the move. So, how do you feel about the fact that he, <laughs> you know, in the song he states, "When you get on, <laughs> leave your ass for a white girl." <laughs> when he get on, and now he is, he's on, on, he's been on, but um, he is officially with no longer girl. with a black woman. <laughs> First fiance, he, if y'all ever saw yeah. his first fiance, <laughs> uh, he's on kid number three. Yeah, with with the white making woman. making uh, what did y'all call him earlier? The the mixed babies. Oh, um, oh designer, uh, children. designer children, designer children, and that's so foul. No shade, no tea, no, mixed yeah, kids. But like, if they come about not necessarily from a place of love or from a place of, and I can't even say that Kim and Kanye don't love each other. But come on now, they whole family. They, so they they, vul- they're vultures. Yes, they're culture vultures. And like for him to speak that line. And let me just say, I'm not calling all de- um, race children designer children. No, it's just more like that's, I, that's, I just want to clear that up. No, yeah. but they're they're look they're they're um, romanticized by society, black and white. Everybody, everybody wants that mixed kid, the one that you know. Oh, they look exotic. 
or oh. or for something as simple as this is going to help in racism. No, your mixed no. kid is not going to help in racism it's because not. you and whoever you got with decided with that. that y'all aren't going to be horrible to the world and mm-hmm. society, but other people are still going to be racist, and would so you, they're just not. Would you call Kim a gold digger? Yes, I think she fully embodies mm-hmm. uh, his lyrics, and I do believe that Kanye has prophesied for a few, quite a few of his albums. He he, a few of the things that he's called. Yeah, because <laughs> he he's. I believe he might be in the mind of the mindset of the law of attraction, or maybe he he's not, and he doesn't understand the full power of his words, but. He has spoken a lot of things into his life mm-hmm. and spoken a couple of things out of his life by way of the tongue. So the tongue is very powerful. So, yeah, when he get on and he got on, he left the culture. True. He, he left a part of his blackness behind. And I do believe that he might have been better off um, taking time off emotionally when his mom passed because I think that that hit him way hard had he gone through therapy and reflected like most people need to just like I think he would have been way better off take that time out talk to somebody because dealing with that trauma of losing a parent and you not discussing that with somebody can also just have like very negative effects on you Mm -hmm. and it shows it shows with his whole livelihood and what he makes now like art artistry Mm. And the way he behaves. Um, but thank you. We enjoyed that conversation. No uh, you, you added some great topics. I mean, some great points on about the Gold Digger song and Actually, about that the whole, woman. The whole insight throughout the whole episode yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Like <laughs> us just sitting and having a conversation. Kind of was like really great. <laughs> we got to do this more. Yeah. More, and you yeah. know, dropping bars on us earlier. Yeah, is there something you want to leave the listeners with as like a last takeaway? Um, well, not necessarily. Well, a very short takeaway. Create your own sunshine. There might be darkness in your life or around your life or even in your own spirit, but understand that you are the creator of the light that will guide your way and exist inside of you. So create your own sunshine. Also, before we get off the mic, do I have time to present you guys with something? Yeah. I come bearing gifts. Thank you. Okay, so, okay, so, so, so. y'all can open this part after you get off the mic. So I'm going to hand this to you. Oh. And I'm going to hand this to you. Oh. And that's for the studio to keep in the studio. But these, oh, my gosh. Okay, so this one or that one? doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I love. The I love. So you guys. So we got the rap things are yours personally to take home with you if you so choose. Okay. But then the unicorn and the card, I guess, can stay in the, stay in the studio. studio. Oh, this is so cool. We got a little unicorn. Guys, if you guys want to know. What are these things? The beanie was, babies. Yeah, the beanie babies. But I just never knew what to like call them. I'd be like, do you call them by their yeah, the beanie babies? babies. Okay. No, oh, but I'm saying like the brand quick. name. Yeah, we yes. <laughs> that is their name. Unless you name one, let me see real quick. So this is what I got. Little beanie baby. Oh my gosh. The unicorn. She joint. she framed us art. Did you open it? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought we was gonna open it off the air. No, Thank I'm you. sorry, but I had to let these listeners know. I was too, you know, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm anxious about stuff. 
I am. Oh my That's god! That's the sound of me. <laughs> so excited. That's your excitement. Beautiful the excitement noise. Thank you so much. This means so much to me. All right, guys. <laughs> I, I almost got it open. Wait, you still unwrapping? <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> you guys, you guys, it's beautiful. It took me a minute, but it. I yeah, got I it out. the hell out of. I'm sorry. I didn't want it to like fall out. Yeah. I was like, nah, it's great. Out. Thank you so much. No problem. We rarely get gifts. Yeah. Thank we appreciate so this love. All right. But of course, we are recording in Detroit is Different Studio. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Instagram at Unicorns Are Real Podcast. And you can follow our unicorn at uh, The Black Hole. That's T H E B L A Q U E H E A U X L. And it's super long because my parents gave me one letter for a first name. <laughs> <laughs> and that is. Another episode of the Unicorn Podcast. We love you. Bye bye. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning into the Detroit is Different Podcast Network Weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit.